Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Recalibrating the Scales. I'm your host and Chief Executive Resolutionist, Normia Vasquez-Scales, at your disposal. episode, Passion, The Unveiling, Casting Wind in Your Sails, Atraversiamo, Telephonic Serenades Amid Moon-Drenched Nights, Woven, Sewn, Embedded by the Medicinal Clamor of Boisterous Laughter, Evoking the Bird Song of Love, Coupled with Flirtatious, Gleeful, Textual Exchanges. Multisyllabic verbal intercambios congruent to intimate physical touch, collectively, meticulously constructing bridges betwixt and between the concrete rainforest and paradisal clutches of the southern estate, affording incessant voyages spawned by Father Time and Mother Earth, that is, Dual destinations inducing welcome retreats via the pearls of bustling metrop- of the bustling metropolitan domain and the subdued slackened pace germinating in the hospitable plantation comprised of rolling hills and earthy meadows, whimsically seducing the rouge clay. Apprehensions dissipate, shattering barricades as uncertainty dissolves and polar abodes persevere, enabling the fruits the fruits of both worlds, authorizing the graceful cross-current of two kindred souls. Welcome back to yet another sprightly episode, ladies and gentlemen. I just presented to you an encore rendition of Atraversiamo, one of my recent, recent, recent creations. According to the teachers advocating the law of attraction, none other than than the secret, as we may know it, one must follow their bliss. So I implore you, I implore you all, my dear listeners, to check in once again and remind yourselves of what casts wind into your sails. Indeed, what lights your fire? What gives you that fervor, that zest, that zeal? The arts, music, love, family, career, etc., etc., etc. Furthermore, what type of individual would you categorize yourself as? Are you a fire starter? A, a tribe member, side hustler, or a thriver? Or moreover, are you on an expedition comprised of optimal fulfillment? Hopefully, you've taken the quiz that I suggested via ClarityOnFire.com, my dear listeners. Passion, ladies and gentlemen, personally, spurs me to, to fiercely dance salsa, bachata, merengue, bachata, African dance, cha-cha, tango, and a 
the ballroom standards even, nevertheless. So indeed, devouring that tantalizing gelato, the tiramisu, the insomnia cookie sandwiches I'm so addicted to, while swimming in breathtaking hymns encompassing nostalgia by the incomparable pianist and composer Yanni, are merely, merely a few things which ignite my passion to not only dance, travel, yet write. Wordsmithing, that is, I'm speaking of. One of my ultimate pastimes. Poetry. Writing. Since I implore you all, I'm, I elected a part of me to reshare some of these creations. But prior to doing that, I would actually like to share... Um, I'd like to actually share uh, what had been written about this so-called fire starting, okay? It was something that I stumbled upon um, on the website that I just cited, uh, firestarter.com, okay? And it classifies classifies us, (laughs) according to this neat little fun little quiz, Paired with your, your personality, paired with your career, particularly. And it turns out that, that I'm indeed a fire starter, which is pretty accurate. But again, I implore you all just to indulge it, and it's just something fun to do. So here's what it reads What it feels like to be a fire starter. Fire starters are true visionaries. You have a natural tendency to question the way things are, you feel stifled by rules and have a hard time committing to a project or assignment unless you're fully bought in, bought in to the mission and the purpose, which makes it hard to feel satisfied working for other people. You thrive in an environment that encourages innovation, unbounded creativity, and rapid evolution. You like to color outside the lines. Sounds pretty accurate again. Very familiar to me. You probably have a bit of a rebellious streak. I can't deny that. Where others see challenges and lack, you see opportunity, which makes you a natural leader. You can't help but wonder, how can I make this better, faster, easier, more exciting? If you're not yet an entrepreneur, you feel the itch to create a business, maybe even a movement or a mini-revolution. That's aligned with your vision and feeds your passion. Ideally, your career and your passion will merge together and be one one and the same. You get a thrill when thinking about you being the sole owner, creator, and director of your time and life. You know it will be a challenge, but doing anything else would feel like settling. So here's some things that so-called fire tractors, such as myself, are allegedly attracted to. Again, painfully, brutally accurate. Freedom, creation, passion, that word passion has been a recurring theme. Independence, rebellion, leadership, flexibility, your natural attributes and strengths, passionate, craving for learning, big picture learner, deep desire to create, independent, intrinsically motivated, a touch of healthy rebellion and questioning the norm, a path forger, natural leader, rapid idea generator, visionary, seeing the challenges as opportunities, autonomous, here's some common drawbacks uh, that they name and challenges, which are insatiable and and impatient, perfectionist, need for control, not easily satisfied, possibility for burnout, possibly possibility of risk and failure, 
multifocused, often distracted, <laughs> isolation, loneliness, feeling misunderstood. Uh, I have to disagree with those. Too many ideas, overwhelmed, difficulty with work-life balance. So I think this is about 99.99% accurate. Check it out, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, I implore you all. But, you know, back to where we were. So on that note, I'd like to reshare some of these creations with you all. So here's another poem that I scripted. It may sound familiar, as I've shared it with you previously, but been inspired yet again. And this, again, unbeknownst to me, the morning after. Jack Frost hovering beyond my windowpane, frigid Arctic wind swirling, evoking samba, salsa, rueda choreographies entrenched in stillness, lurking prematurely at the threshold of dawn, ripping me from a restless slumber, prelude to the unbeknownst treasure resting at three o'clock, a mere breath north and three degrees east of the device, vehicle, conduit, hosting, housing the treasure, warmth, seeps, sparking a temperature eclipse upon seizing a glimpse of the siren, doe-eyed, meshed with a tinge of almond, skin a mahogany hue, graced with a pinch of Cherokee rouge, from her frontal lobe to meticulously painted pedicured toes, the shade of glazed shellac eggshell meticulously polished, glossy finish playing devil's advocate with contrasting complexion. Pouty champagne lips, dusted with nude cosmetic fare, inebriating onlookers, spectators as intentionally planted cowlicks, accentuate the stylized mane, oozing majestic femininity, inflating the lungs of the icon by virtue of the breath of life. She's alive. Alive! The modern age Betty Boop awakens. Prevailing, alas. So let's see what else I can conjure up for you all. Soul Proprietors is another. Entangled. Zealously whisking across the threshold, she'd become abruptly inebriated by the procreation of tantalizing aromas spawned by Belgian chocolate, chocolate fancies, Garnished with cinnamon and slow-churned whiskey. Unrefined benevolence cascaded through the confectionery enterprise housing alluring, sinfully sweet delicacies. And the kindred proprietor, who ascended from the sender spewing the ash that hydrated, watered, narcotized her waning, parched spirit. A knight void of armor, orchestrating Parisian rendezvous, Via railway quests, glazed with colonial savannah, sprinkled with honeyed, candied, crystalline castles, embellishing rural, rural Spanish terrain. A gentle man, laden with unpretentious chivalry and outstretched lands, fueling every endeavor, campaign evoking their resilience while solidifying the underlying causes, scripted 
crafted by, written and spoken on pardoned vernacular, mutually endorsing a savory, uninhibited, and blissfully hereafter, setting the stage and precedent for a sprightly new chapter of joint ventures. Okay. So prior to reading or sharing, I should say, a few other poems that I conjured up, I'd like to define, give you the definition, I jumped ahead of things, the textbook definition, this is according to Wikipedia, actually, of what passion actually means. Okay? So it says passion is a feeling of intense enthusiasm towards or compelling desire for someone or something. Passion can range from eager interest in or an admiration for an idea, proposal, or cause to enthusiastic enjoyment of an interest or activity to strong attraction, excitement, or emotion towards a person. It is particularly used in the context of romance or sexual desire, though it generally implies a deeper or or more encompassing emotion than that implied by the term lust. So Denis Diderot uh, describes passions as penchants, inclinations, desires, and aversions carried to a certain degree of intensity, combined with an indistinct sensation of pleasure or pain, occasioned or accompanied by some irregular movement of the blood and animal spirits are what we call passions. They can be so strong as to inhibit all practice of personal freedom, a state in which the soul is in some sense rendered passive, whence the name passions. This inclination or so-called disposition of the soul is born of the opinion we hold that a great good or a great evil is contained in an object which is in and of itself arouses passion. Okay. So there you have it. Voila, ladies and gentlemen, what passion means. I just wanted to at least segue because um, oftentimes I've discovered, um, you know, sometimes things get lost in in translation. So I just wanted to take a moment just to clarify for those of you all who may have misconstrued the definition of passion uh, by sharing with you that textbook definition, again, rendered by Wikipedia. So here is another I'd like to share. This is one of my my creations. I'd like to go back in time and uh, read to you Herbal Refreshment. Okay? Herbal Refreshment was inspired by my, well, actually Herbal Refreshment, Friend, Fiend, or Foe is what I titled it as. And this is dedicated uh, to one of my best friends, Sheila Hilton de Toro Forlenza. I hope you're listening, Sheila. Herbal Enfreshment, Empowered Flowers, dedicated to Duchess Keeler and long-standing, I'm sorry, pardon me, long-standing friend. Extracted herbal benevolence cascades through arterial vascular corridors, extinguishing chronic afflictions spoken into fruition by the diagnoses crafted by practitioners in chief. Every ravenous sip 
negating the ailment, expelling minuscule predators, hijacking the prey, derived from the stable hands of the unconventional physician, bearing the countenance of an earthy Egyptian deity. Yes, that is you, Sheila Hilton, the Toro Forlenza. Imperial persona, glazed by the western solstice, illuminating her untarnished aura, meticulously hydrating, cultivating, whispering motherly soliloquies to nurtured seeds sown for the deferred harvest of resilient and intricate flowers, empowered and dispensed to revitalize, resuscitate, recalibrate the sales, pardon me, the scales of the faltering. Actually, yes, play on words, semantics. Recalibrate the sales and the scales, that is, ladies and gentlemen. And another, this is actually something that I'd written, um, but I deemed to be poetry. Uh, this is a, something I'd written to um, a multitude of, of people at a very pivotal time of my life. I entitled it, Quota Filled, A Farewell Address Inspired by the Faithful Few. Once again, that passion prevails. And it goes, as the remnants, days of this calendar year grow sparse, I reminisce upon this utmost positively eventful pivotal year. Fond and effervescent memories comprised of passion amid a plethora of feats, successes, and accomplishments subtly permeate the depths of my consciousness. The static birthed into fruition by Mercury's retrograde diffuses global atmospheres and climates, spawning perplexity, discord, turmoil, and mishaps among dearly beloved's bows and beauties, inducing sequential well-warranted re's, I mean re's, that is with a capital R-E, encompassing rejuvenations, reconfigurations, reassessments, reflections, recalibrations, and above all, the rekindling of a myriad of relationships, sparking the notion, the audacity to purge that and those which plague and siphon the utmost energetic demeanors, embodying my own. Hence, while pardoning the miscellaneous tangible possessions accrued amid, amid this groundbreaking year, crafting space for the encroaching new year and its welcome rewards and discarding its respective refuge, rubbish by default. I harness and extract the perks and privileges gifted by Mercury's state of flux to fuel my majestic, plum-colored aura and benevolent frequency, to courageously stand, reinvent the wheel, and expel those incongruent, you know, the catcher's mitt lot, donning the garment of faux genuity, leaving room for fellow lion-hearted, purple-hearted souls shrouded in the the cloak of authenticity, integrity, reliability, generosity, and above all, consistency in a plethora of facets. The faithful, fortunate, cherry-picked, chosen few, as I refer to them, prevailing against the masses of the pretentious, great-pretending synthetic archetypes. My Father in Heaven, coupled with the lush life he's bestowed me, has yielded a wealth of knowledge, wisdom, blessings, 
and abundant rewards in which I've shared unbegrudgingly with the monstrosity of family, friends, and associates, campaigning, applauding valiantly and fiercely from shadows, foregrounds, and altars in which I've lain for a multitude of their endeavors, yet only to be met with the harsh pill of profound disappointment and betrayal in lieu of the aforementioned efforts, excluding the fortunate faithful few, lending me the gift of unwavering support by virtue of priceless father time, the cost void of monetary worth via convenient listenership in which I extend my incessant gratitude. Therefore, I've elected to weather through the subdued cosmic Mercurian dust, seize the comet's tail, sharpen my focus, and shift my radar to this platinum cluster of influential people embracing and ingesting the synchronicity betwixt and between us, enabling healthy, unspoken interdependence, nurturing, hydrating exchanges. You know who you are. Yet again, the faithful few mutually safeguarding our best interests. And I thank you for being steadfast, resilient, and present on behalf through time, on my behalf, pardon me, through time and space. With all due respect to those contrary, I bid you good tidings as I commence my sabbatical from rendering accommodations in vain beyond my circle of trust. C'est la vie as I segue into the clean, calm, and quiet. My quota is now filled until further notice. Please receive this decree open-mindedly. Voila. Here's part of my vernacular. Pardon me. Actually, Revelations is yet another I'd like to share with you. Revelations amid the resolution is what I titled it as. As Father Time shatters the bell, entrenched in the divine tower consecrated by his majesty, hovering beyond the stratosphere, nuclear campaigns abruptly cease. Obscenities dissipate by virtue of a temperate breeze. Hatchets, hatchets descend, indicating tranquil surrender as whitewashed linen, embossed with meticulously embroidered floral and frilly lace, gracefully envelopes brazen mothers and their freshly, freshly daughters. Confirmation for the cessation of discord as mercy, and I quote, mercy, ascends from cinder and ash, stampeding the remnants of the signs of the time, birthing, yielding, ethical resolve. Mind over matter, temporal escapades. One you may remember. Hovering guardian angels, sauntering, gazing, gawking, peering through elusive corridors, teleporting through ether of geographic and temporal space, evaporating, dwindling, thriving upon the fumes, remnants of sheer vapor, the residual byproduct induced by one's weathered memory. Indeed, memory, the treasure house of the mind wherein the monuments thereof are kept and preserved but per the sage, none other than Thomas Fuller himself, who uttered, spewed, 
sprayed relayed such profound living truth? Do the amber grains of sand, essentially keeping time, shift in one direction, whereas one's memory pivots along another aimless vector, according to William Gibson? Sagging, sagging, like burdensome loads, prior to imploding within the waning, fragile, tender, sparse, delicate minds of the plagued and afflicted. Perhaps the mystery stands to reason, resting to be seen. And here's one more. It has been indelibly stated that perception is reality. Yet how does that correlate to the hidden agenda plaguing within, you know, the so-called allegedly incognito impairment, meshed, mated, paired, soldered, welded, and proportionate to the intangible label, violating, verbally assaulting my God-bestowed identity? The silent deficiency slithering within my physical human domain, rather wreaking havoc within the cerebral depths of the brain of fellow comrades and I, the afflicted who deliberately inflict truth in lieu of ignorance, imposed upon my personal injury for their cardinal transgressions, shortcomings for succumbing to their optical betrayal, discarding the notion of their being more than meets their naked, unshrouded eyes in an affirmative context, the holistic individual grossly succeeding their synthetic default impairment. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Just wanted to reshare, you know, some of my creations of which I've been inspired to script by virtue of passion. Passion yielded by the fruits rendered, you know, by the grace of God first and foremost, be it in nature, through delectable foods, delicacies, entrees, rhythmic, polyrhythmic music, hymns. I implore you to indulge as well. GPS track your passion, ladies and gentlemen, and sustain it. Once again, I'd also like to thank my behind-the-scenes team, Bradley, for all of your unwavering support of these years in which we've had this platform and very movement. As we know, recalibrating the scales is founded upon that, upon, upon that passion, that passion to... GPS track and sustain those things that do cast and wind into your sails. Your career, family, and the things that I've, men- I've mentioned or beyond. But most importantly, those things that, that foster an equilibrium, balance. After all, that's what recalibrating the scales correlates to. I also like to thank all of you magnifying listeners spe- speckling the globe. This movement, as you well know, rests upon your very broad shoulders. So I implore your continued listenership. Until the next episode, this is Normia Vasquez-Scales, signing off.